Welcome to At The Counter One Shots, the podcast that takes the nerdy questions and discussions held at the counter of your local comic book shop and brings them to the internet. And for the record, we're, we're sorry. sorry. I'm Marcus Antea. And I'm Christian Kenty. ATC One Shots take all the fun and geekery of the full podcast and puts it into bite-sized chunks. All right, today's one-shot topic is... Uh, we're going to be talking about if the Avengers are a balanced party. Now, this is speaking in D&D terms, Dungeons & Dragons terms. Right, and because we are speaking D&D, we once again will be bringing in our friend and compatriot, Matt Vandervoet. It's good to be back. Uh, Matt is, of course, a high school librarian uh, who at the high school that my children go to, which is how we met. Um, uh, I've known Matt for years. We went to elementary school together at the great old Ridgeway Public School. No longer way exists. Back in when, yeah. <laughs> so. And uh, Matt is uh, well-versed in board games, uh, role-playing games, and nerdity of all descriptions. So we're using his expertise. Uh, so Avengers. Is Avengers a balanced party in a D&D model? Well, you have to come out right ahead uh, and note that there is no, as far as I can think of, uh, appreciable healer in the Avengers lineup. Uh, so, which, no. All right, quick episode. <laughs> in RPG <laughs> settings, uh, this is a big no-no. Uh, obviously, uh, in long-form games, uh, you're going to want someone to be able to pick you up when you go down. The Avengers don't suffer from this problem because in RPG's terms, I would say most of them are level 15 to 20 characters. Yeah, uh, and so close to God level. They're, they're fighting villains who often are not, uh, specifically looking at Spider-Man and his rogues gallery of level fives. Oh, I might have a problem with the Spider-Man one. But anyways, we'll, we'll leave that one alone. Uh, so in the base terms, we're going to look at this in an MCU format. So Avengers of the MCU, Captain America, Iron Man, Thor, uh, Hulk, Black Widow, Hawkeye. And that's the original that's team. That's the original so that's, team. I'm that's not, where I'm we're going to focus. Anybody, am I? First. Uh, do we get to count Ant-Man? Because according to Hawkeye, the TV series, he no. was at the you Battle do, of New York. You don't count Ant-Man. <laughs> you don't know if he was there or not. He could have been. He's very small. As they say, he's all hearsay. He's hearsay. <laughs> actually, hilarious. And it's coming from Scott, too. He's the one <laughs> saying it. Hilariously, so. <laughs> I, I actually saw a TikTok or something where they're like, who told the, the producers of this musical that Cap says I could do this all day? It's not really common knowledge. He just does that to us. Like, how does anybody know? Did you and, and Captain America's like, I, where, I mean, uh, Iron Man wasn't, wasn't me, wasn't me, wasn't me. Then they get to Scott Lang and goes, oh, Captain America says that all the time. Oh, you were, you were there, right? Yeah, no, I was totally there during that. Yeah, that mm-hmm. It was really like, small. It was, it was really small, but I was totally there. That's why they wrote him in, because he was the one telling the story. So anyways... All right, so let's go from the top then. Um, let's throw classifications on them. Okay, so my top down on my list here is, I mean, of course my list started with Hawkeye. Uh, be- so backwards, not, we're going lower to necessarily, Not necessarily because Hawkeye is my favorite, because Hawkeye is the easiest one to actually put a label on. He's got a bow. He's a ranger. <laughs> actually, he's one of the easiest, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is like There's a few with some gray area where you make a call one way or the other. Hawkeye's a ranger. There's not really a lot of question about yeah. that. Hawkeye's a ranger. Um, While we're knocking out the easy ones, Hulk is a barbarian. At Hulk least the Hulk side of Hulk yeah. Bruce Banner. Yeah. Bruce Banner is more of an artificer. Uh, I would I, I would, would actually argue that you could consider Hulk to be a druid as well. 
because he does uh, shape change. Wild, wild shape. Wild shape, um, right? So, <laughs> no, I, 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 I... It's it's a fringe thought, but if that's what would make it balanced, I could totally believe into that. I think if we're calling Artificer, it's obviously Iron Man. Tony Stark. Well, yes. Absolutely. Yeah, um, that's absolutely. An easy Bruce artist. could be more of a wizard, I suppose. I, I think Bruce I, I would is more of a more um, wizard yeah. or... With a, lycanthropy, perhaps? A little bit, yeah. Actually, that, you look at it as uh, as a. Uh, I hadn't thought of that. The original Hulk stories were very much based on um, the idea of like the Wolfman or mm-hmm. the uh, the Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde trope. Right, well, and that's, um, that's why the torn clothing all the time and, and that sort well, of. Well, exactly. He doesn't have control enough to. Okay, um, and, and it, it doesn't de- explain the purple pants. Oh, you know. In a D and D setting, though, this would translate to um, either wear rats, werewolves, lycanthropes. Uh, yep. Basically, shape changers of any stripe. Kind of a were orc. Very much so. Were orc. Oh, now I want to build. Now I want to build a were orc to play, because that's what is hell. Uh, I think going down the list of easy ones, widow. Widow by a radioactive orc. Widow is one hundred percent a rogue. Um, oh yeah, absolutely. Very much so. Because she plays into so many of the roguish backgrounds. Actually, it would have to be rogue assassin. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. She plays into so many of the roguish archetype she backgrounds. She works that... well with Mastermind and some of the other subclasses for Rogue as well, at least within 5th edition. Uh, yeah. She covers her Rogue bases pretty well. Yeah, she's a But I don't, see her, I don't see her leech into many of the other classes much. I mean, there's a little carryover. You could carry over Ranger, but not enough that you could classify it that way, right? And everyone could be a fighter at the end of the day. Well, I mean, anybody. Yeah. We, I think we covered that in the last episode. Yeah. You can be a fighter. Anybody is a Everybody's fighter. a fighter. It doesn't matter if you're a wizard or not. You're still a fighter. But it's how much of a fighter. If you're just a, if you're just a wizard without being a fighter, you sit in a room with library books and you read spells and you do nothing. Well, absolutely, but Black Widow definitely attacks more than once around. Yeah. Oh, in yeah. in uh, in terms of D anD D, if you're not a fighter, you're a lover, which means you're bard. Uh, <laughs> and enough. even bards are fighters at the end of the day. Well, so. it, and then you know what? If you want to put it into that kind of perspective. I know we're not doing, uh, including Ant-Man, but he would fall into the bard category. I think he probably would, yeah. Uh, Spider-Man 2, depending on, like, if you assumed all of his spider powers were racial, uh, his combat style is very geared towards bard. Yes, yeah, it's all the taunts and quick talking. Quick talking, and, and yeah. Clips, so, yeah. But, we're, but we're not talking about them. Not yet. Not yet. That's another day. Um, okay, so what do we got? Left? Okay, so we got Hawkeye, we got Widow, we got Hulk. Those are the three. Uh, Iron Man, we also nailed we, down. We touched on Iron Man and, and nailed him down. Uh, the two from the original run, uh, MCU Avengers film, Cap and Thor. Cap so, is 100% a paladin. <clears throat> I was leaning that way too, but, um, but Thor is also a paladin. I don't think Thor is a paladin per se. Because Thor is not a warrior for God, he is a god. Druid might be more appropriate, as most of his abilities are uh, nature natural. They're in- tied to the world. Maybe, yeah, I, Thor was the one I had the hardest time with, and I came down on Paladin just simply as the the god tie, right? Um, there is he's, the god as tie. much as he's a god. Um, you know, in in the lore, I think he ties back to Odin in a way that allows him to be a paladin, uh, um, but almost more of a cleric. Maybe yeah. he and does maybe use a that's hammer. A switch, but he's definitely. <laughs> is that really the only reason you're going to be okay with him being a cleric? Is because he has a hammer? Well, no. he has a hammer. He must be a cleric. Certainly not. But he's also uh, like seven feet tall, which goes against everything he, he that would be cleric. Just <laughs> an atypical dwarf. 
He is not a typical dwarf. <laughs> no, not a typical, <laughs> atypical. He's an atypical dwarf. He's just seven feet tall, that's all. Commander no, Carrot says hi. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, the reason I would say Thor is not a paladin is because, like Matt said, his powers are directly derived from a place, <clears throat> not a god. So Thor is the quintessential multi-class in this, <laughs> in this setup. Somewhat, but as Especially you know, if we're looking at, you know, as Matt said, if we're looking at the whole group being around level 15, that's actually a very legitimate point. Um, you know, at that point, you're going to have one in that group, that will, at least one who will have multi-classed this thing. And, and I think Thor really does bring up that possibility, either multi-classing as paladin cleric or paladin druid, right? Well, if we're bringing um, a multi-classing, kind of Iron Man's kind of multi-class as well. He's one part bard as well. Oh, he absolutely is. Yeah. Or at least a very high charisma artificer. Yes. <laughs> yes, which is odd. It's not a normal thing. Charisma is not really a... Charisma is a dump stat for uh, artificer. Yeah, it's uh, it's 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 always funny because we we tend to take life in terms of D and D when you play it as much as we do, um, and so you start thinking about characters that you're watching on TV and you're like, okay, that guy's definitely a paladin. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's a paladin character right there, right? It's really well written paladin, right? Uh, and we got into that whole conversation about Winnie the Pooh in chat. Is what are the Winnie the Pooh characters in terms of D and D and so. Um, Christopher Robin's the bard. Christopher Robin is the deity. I think we established that. <laughs> no, because he just tells the stories. They're all the stories are from his point of view. Yeah. So he's the bard. Oh, look at the face. He hates when I do that to him. <laughs> he's like, crap, he might be right. He might be right. I think uh, that's a sidestep from where we're at. And I'm gonna I'm gonna sidestep back because <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to deal with that reality right now. Uh, okay, so we've gone through the originals. Okay, so uh, why don't we tie in the auxiliaries? Well, what? that's yeah, we're gonna go down. So the I want to call them the second arrived Avengers. Um, so you've got by my <laughs> second wave the B Avengers. squad, yeah, second, second wave Avengers, wave two um, is Falcon, <coughs> uh, Bucky, Wanda, and Vision. Those four to me were the the second wave. Yep, and then more of them kind of tie in as you go. I feel Ant Man's in that list as well. Yeah, I think you should probably add Ant Man as well to that. Or is he a tertiary? I'm amazingly, I amazingly don't have him anywhere on my list. Do you have Doctor Strange at least? Because he's also in that. Yeah, bubble. no, uh, he, I, but him, I put in third wave. He'd be third yeah. wave. He'd be so third wave. Ant Man's probably third my, wave because I, I think so. Yeah. If you're looking at Age of Ultron, as your wave, two as cut, your wave right? two interests or introductions of people. Fair enough. You would have had to have been there by that point, right? Yeah. Okay, so and then let's Civil look War at, makes uh, for your third wave. Wanda. Uh, Wanda is just a mass murderer. Is she a wizard or is she a warlock? Sorcerer, I suppose. I, I would say warlock. I'd say warlock too. But warlock's powers are tied to something, and while it looks like she's moving in that direction using the Darkhold, uh, right now her powers are pretty internal as far as we understand them. Mm, that's true. Isn't it warlocks who use wild magic or is that sorcerers? That's sorcerers. Is that a sorcerer thing? I, I would lean towards her being a sorcerer. Maybe even multi-classing as we watch into Wizard as she studies the book of magic spells. Right. That's a good point. Crap. I hate when other people have good points. It really knocks me off my seat. I thought I had these nailed down pretty good. <laughs> Aesthetically, she's absolutely a warlock, but yeah. her power source isn't derived from that external source. She's definitely written as a warlock. 
Like that's that's the archetype that she's written well, for. Well, and don't but, forget, comic book uh, <clears throat> and and D and D classes are same name, different flavor a lot of the time. Yeah. Like Sorcerer Supreme for Doctor Strange, she is not a sorcerer. He's a full on wizard. Everything he knows, he learns from books. Frig, I, I went really, really flat on that one too. We're, we're, <laughs> so we're gonna get back to him though. Okay, so let's we'll get back to let's him. let's dive back to him because okay. I have thoughts. Okay, so. Uh, Falcon and Bucky, I really couldn't classify myself as anything other than fighter. Um, they're, they're rough and tumble. They're not heavy aggro takers, so that yeah. they're not quite... Bucky might... Winter Soldier has some yeah, rogue Soldier, vibes in him. He has a bit of rogue, but he would also lean he's got at least towards one Barbarian as well, because he's brute strength. His, his physicality itself makes him brute strength. Yeah, he's right? more of a He's tank. mindless anger when he's in Winter Soldier. But if you bring him back as Bucky, understanding him as a separate character at that point, right? And so there's actually a character separation. I still don't like Barbarian for him because Barbarian, their core mechanic in Dungeons & Dragons, specifically 5th edition, uh, is rage. Uh, and that's not something you see with Bucky. Even when he's Winter Soldier, he's very cold and calculating. Um, and that anger isn't really there and that's what i associate most closely with a barbarian uh, i like fighter as well yeah i think generic fighter they're first level characters i i'm having a hard time with it with them not being barbarian though because as much as you're saying rage he's he's calculated because he's programmed right and so if if you watch through right how he reacts to the programming right it's kind of like he's flurried into a rage and then it's focused uh, but that right. could easily be an action surge, which is the fighter yeah. uh, equivalent. Yeah, sure, I, sure. I, I circle around. Two against one. I don't think you're going to hit that one. Yeah, I think you're... I stand by that. I, I feel like there's a, a valid multi-class it's there. It's okay. You're allowed to be wrong. We don't mind. Um, I am entitled to my wrong opinion. Um, and I believe Falcon, again, yeah, is uh, he's definitely using some magic items, but he is a fighter. Yeah. yeah. Well, and especially since he's not the one who created his own suit like the you the tendency would be to lean towards artificer a bit um but because he's not the mechanic right yeah. he kind of falls off that class yeah no i i would agree he's definitely not an artificer it's only he gets his stuff from other yeah. people he's got proficiency in flight vehicles yeah. <laughs> nice That's pretty good uh and then vision so where does Vision fall? I, I labeled him as a wizard, but I have no tie no. into that other than on, I can't think Vision of another one that fits. Um, if, we, if we can cut he's back not around. A monk. No, he's not a monk, but he's a construct. No, yeah. he's a Warforged warlock. Yeah. He's getting his powers magically from an external source, the Infinity Gem. The mind Late, stone. More later on, um, yeah. perhaps that's debatable as they rebuild him and things like that. But initially, I would say he's very much a warlock. His hmm. patron um, is the Mindstone, uh, which reminds me of the Hexblade Warlock, where the patron is a living weapon, a weapon imbued with a personality. Um, arguably, the Mindstone <laughs> is exactly that. <laughs> you don't know that one? It was, a, it was a podcast I used to listen to. There was this weird protoplasmic slime that they found. They threw it into his uh, bag of holding, and it broke and spread out onto his sword, and the <clears throat> sword became a living creature that wanted constantly would talk to him trying to convince him to go on a murderous rampage and kill all of his friends so every time he drew it he would go like how about the kill your friends they don't like you kill them all 
He'd be like, quiet, I'm in, I'm fighting here. Like, it wasn't a compulsion. It was literally just, kill your friends. Kill your friends, kill your friends. Little devil on the yeah, shoulder. Yeah, little devil on the shoulder. <laughs> they had no power. Like, he wasn't going to drive him mad. It was just kind of annoying. Um, and as far Anyways. as patrons go, the Mind Stone is probably the best patron you would possibly get in cool. a and d game. It's very forgiving. Mm. Fair enough. That is true. And, All right, uh, so adding in any of the additional four, does the team become more balanced or less balanced? We still don't have a healer. I guess we didn't really talk about the first six. Are, how balanced... We'll, we'll do the scale of one to ten. I'd say it's about a five. The, the original six are about a five? Yeah. Five, six. Five uh, to six, somewhere in there. It's, it's, not, it's not completely unbalanced, but it is definitely... Uh, not optimum spread. No, if you I gotta, go through, I gotta say you're yeah five five to six is where I'd put that because as much as there is no healer across the board, there's no secondary healing in this group. Um, and aside from Hawkeye, no. wisdom is definitely an area they're lacking in. Yeah, yeah, high intelligence scores, low wisdom. Oh, I'd say wisdom comes with Natasha uh, as well. But yeah, if, depending on her rogue build. Well, I mean, her wisdom plays in a lot. It's just a matter of how she uses uh, or or other driving factors and, outweighing it. And right? how people listen to her. Yeah. yeah. But she's, she's in that group, <clears throat> Natasha and secondarily claimed her the voice of reason. Yeah. Yes, but wisdom in D&D, let's not forget, is your perception, your knowledge about nature. Um, it's, not, it's not quite wisdom as in common sense, uh, but wisdom in the, as in the D&D stats. Well, see, um, when I describe the difference between intelligence yeah, but and wisdom... It's, it's insight as well, though, being able to read people. And Natasha yeah. can read people like a book. It's true. See, when I when I talk about the difference between uh, intelligence and wisdom, they're like people are like, aren't that the same thing? I'm like, no, the best way to describe it is intelligence is Sheldon, wisdom is Penny. Absolutely. Two polar opposites, actually. Completely opposite. One is life smart, one is book smart. And if and we're lucky, we fall somewhere in the middle. Um, <laughs> and unfortunately, I think adding this new group doesn't do anything uh, for the party. It just adds kind of more of the same. Uh, they get a few more martial pickups, uh, but they get a bunch more magic too. Although, in Ultron, we do realize that if there's a tertiary healing, it's Tony Stark. He's got the machine that rebuilds Clint. Yep. Like it, he does have access to healing technology yeah, to some he's extent. He's not a battle healer, but he's he's got yeah. ability out out of combat. And don't forget the healing powers of shawarma. That's very important. Uh, so going to the third, third tier. Third tier. So we've got Spider Man, we've got Doctor Strange, we've got Ant Man, and we'll throw in. Basically the rest. Uh, I I didn't have Quicksilver just because he wasn't there long enough to be an Avenger. Uh, <laughs> sorry. No. Uh, <laughs> it's still my favorite joke. Is what is Captain America's shield made out of? Vibranium, adamantine. Be okay. Alloy. What is Hawkeye's shield made out of? Quicksilver. Quicksilver. <laughs> it's a bad joke, but yeah. it's bloody funny. Um, um, so yeah, uh, Captain Marvel, Quicksilver... We'll leave Quicksilver uh, Silver out Quicksilver, again. I don't was, think he wasn't in long enough to yet. be. He wasn't there long enough. In he's also a fighter, and that's boring. Moving yeah. on. <laughs> yeah. He's a speedster. You're fast. You're fast. I you don't, don't do much of anything. Nobody can see you long enough to figure you out. Uh, <laughs> uh, you? So Captain Marvel, Black Panther, Spider Man, Doctor Strange, 
and Ant-Man. I think that wraps us around pretty good. And we're leaving the Guardians aside because they're their own team. Yeah. Right, we're um, fighting with the Eternals, and we're not gonna include Shang Chi unless you want. No, we're stopping at Endgame. We're stopping at Endgame. Yeah, um, because or probably because beyond Endgame. Endgame, that's a whole other conversation yeah. about a whole different group of things, right? And, and not, I don't think we've not seen Avengers. enough of it. Yeah, I, again, I don't think we've seen enough of MCU post Endgame to put a team together. Uh, the easy one for this group is Doctor Strange. Yeah. Uh, he'd love to tell you he's a sorcerer, but he is a wizard. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, the, the term Sorcerer Supreme is like an honorary title. It, it's not a legitimate label. I legitimately went for Sorcerer Supreme. Oh, he's a sorcerer. All right, moving on. No, but uh, and, in, in and the same Corey way that... I didn't think beyond that and went, as soon as you said wizard because he reads everything in books, I'm like, frig, he's right. Well, it's in the same way that Harry <laughs> Potter that. is absolutely not a wizard. He's a sorcerer. His magic is derived from his bloodline. Gonna, we're going to step aside for now because that's going to be a deep hole. <laughs> that's a deep hole. Um, Join us for an episode later. Yeah. <laughs> about how Harry Potter is Is Harry not Potter a actually a wizard? He's not a wizard, Harry. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Um, that said, Doctor Strange, while being a wizard in MCU, um, I can't remember the number, the MCU universe, uh, with What If, we did get to see a version of Strange who is a warlock. Yes, because yeah. he stole power from all the creatures. Yeah, you are correct. And uh, by the looks of the trailers, we're going to see him again. Time will tell. That Again, that's post-end game, so that doesn't apply. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the hard one to figure out is T'Challa. T'Challa's a tough one. I think he's a druid. Oh, no, he, he definitely yeah. is. Yeah, I think that's where he has to fall, because even though he's a fighter, and he all he does is fight, his artificer qualifications are nil because his sister builds all the yeah. stuff. But because he imbues the power of the, the heart-shaped plant and all that other stuff, um, I think for sure that he has to be... He has to be... Yeah, I, I think Druid is definitely the the correct answer to that. Um, I, I would lean towards a minor multi-class in Paladin just because of what he fights for, right? But May, again, though, I think that's just, that's just high charisma. Um, and yeah, at the end of the day... He's not fighting for God, he's fighting for his land. Um, and his weapons are stone, technically, so they get around that, uh, that no metal weapons rule. <laughs> there you go, that works. I now have a new way to build wow. things. Perfect. <laughs> no, no, my, my druid's weapons are made of vibranium. <laughs> not, so okay. not saying for nothing that the people at this table, but somebody... Should do a one shot for a bunch of us that have pre gen characters that are very thinly disguised as who they are, <laughs> and run a run of some kind of a MCU based D and D campaign. The internet absolutely Man. has builds for all of these. Oh, characters. I'm sure they do, but it would just be fun to play. <clears throat> and you know, it's always more fun to build build them yourself. Uh, <laughs> Okay, so uh, Spider-Man we establish as a bard. Yeah, right. I think with so. racial Again, abilities. Uh, yep. With racial abilities or bard fighter hybrid. Actually, um, would he be a bard monk hybrid? Very definitely. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Yeah, he's got the uh, he's got the martial art thing going on. So he has his own martial art, yeah. as is evidenced yeah. in one it's, of the things where he goes art. to. <laughs> you know, he goes to Shan Chi to learn how to fight because he lost his spider sense. Yeah. And then when he got it back, he was like twice as deadly. Yeah. 
And I still have a problem with so you Black and the Spider-Man being level five. Uh, no, his villains are. His oh, villains okay. Are he's 15 to 20. He's 20. Like, there's, there's almost nobody sh- can beat him. Shocker is five at best. Yo, pff, Shocker a isn't four. a five. He's a three <laughs> and a half is a, at least. is just leveled into three and is super excited to have spells. If you've never... <laughs> re- read the superior foes of Spider-Man. It gives the poor oh, man some is. credit. Yeah, there were some dumb, dumb people, uh, dumb villains back in the 70s. But I mean, it, it definitely leans into like Spider-Man's villains lean into him because he's a teenager for most of where these villains come from, right? And and the way they're designed. So you know, it totally leans into high school kids a little freaked out by fighting this thing because he doesn't realize just how strong he is, <laughs> right? He doesn't that, understand that he can do it. Well, I think right? he does because otherwise there'd be a lot more people without jaws. I'm just saying. <laughs> It's been well established that Spider-Man pulls every one of his punches, even to the point of getting his ass handed to him because he doesn't want to hit people for what he's worth until you piss him off. Spider-Man is one bad day away from being a supervillain. Absolutely. He absolutely is. He and Superman are the two scariest people to (laughs) to uh, to go to the dark side. But anyways... Captain Marvel, we haven't established yet. And Ant-Man, we haven't established yet. We kind of talked about Ant-Man being a bard, but... Well, his skills with prestidigitation. I mean, come on. He, uh, depending on the version of Ant-Man 2, you've, magic. <laughs> you've got a lot of rogue in Ant-Man for Scott Lang specifically. Yeah. yeah. and but I think Yeah, I mean, it, he, he embodies the hide aspect yeah. of things or the disengagement. Well, and he is literally a rogue. That's yeah. his... His, his stealth, his stealth uh, scores are off the charts. Yeah. So I guess rogue with a bard minor because he's a quipper. He's a quip fighter. And that is, you know, and he can literally do, uh, what was that, Dissonant Whisper. Yeah. Just literally stand behind you on your collar going, they're going to get you. Look out, drop left, move. Yeah, so. Um, Captain Marvel is the one that's been throwing me, though. Um, I'm leaning towards Sorcerer, but it doesn't feel right. Yeah, I mean, she she would be a, a wild magic sorcerer, right? If she's playing sorcerer, that's... Wild, wild, wild magic, I think, is too random, though, right? Because the nature of the wild magic sorcerer is that you're not in control of your powers, and certainly by the end of her movie, she very much is. The problem with her is, is the fact that she doesn't fit an archetype yeah. because she is a basic fighter who got god powers. So she's the DM insert character? <laughs> she, she's Kratos. She's an NPC. She's like Kratos. <laughs> she's a regular fighter who just got powers and became awesome and beat everybody up. So she's a base fighter with god powers. I, I will lean more into the wild magic sorcerer, though, because what you're saying about wild magic being magic that's uncontrolled and she has control of it by the end, is that not the build for a wild magic sorcerer? I, you learn to control that magic over time, and as you get stronger and stronger, you have a better hold on it. I, correct me if I'm wrong on that, but that's that's what that build has always felt like to me. I haven't played them enough, but I feel like that random element is always going to be with you. It's just less catastrophic when it fails. But again, is that not a possible reality in this? Up to the point where we've seen she has a hard time controlling it, and then she gains control of it, right? So she does learn it. It's not saying there's 100% control over that. 
right? It feels like it because of the way she is, but there's a lot happening where she's not on screen, right? And there's a lot ha- a lot of sidebars in her story. Yeah. Right? She she disappears for long periods yeah, of time. She gets woven into into the saga. And right? they didn't even do the uh, the power siphon thing yet. So. Yeah, uh, I mean, we're not there yet, uh, hopefully someday. But right now, I mean, an evocation sorcerer is really just kind of evocation heavy sorcerer because they don't obviously pick it like wizards. Maybe. Could be. Again, it's the godlike powers that's throwing me off because yeah. she is so, Captain Marvel is so overpowered, it breaks the game. Like, there's no ifs, ands, or buts. So if she's on the party, it's balanced. <laughs> uh, okay, so with third tier, does the... Does well, the, here's the question. Does Doctor Strange count as a secondary healer? I, does, does healing he doesn't healing? seem to be in his skill set no, at does, all. It really does Even though he went in with the, like, the goal of healing his hands... Uh, he doesn't seem to really use that in a professional a capacity. Yeah. The doctor is more honorific. Now, I mean, he was a skilled surgeon. Well, he, that, he that, that is true. He went from MD to PhD. He's got, he's got proficiency in medicine, but that does not a healer make. Fair yeah. enough. No, that's fair. He'll, he'll patch you up after the battle. Again, it's, it's that, you know, he'll take you aside after the battle. But in combat healing, his power does not give him I don't think there's a single character in the MCU that that's a healer. I can't think of one. Unless you... No, even... I was going to say Mantis, but Mantis isn't even a healer. No, she's an empath. It's a, a bit Slightly of a different, different yeah. Um, anyways, yeah. we're not getting into Guardians of the Galaxy this round. Yeah. But anyways, uh, is the Avengers a balanced party? No. No, they're not. And I don't think the third line makes it... Any better. Any better. They're still... It definitely a... doesn't make it worse, but it, I think they tow that line of being just that same level of imbalanced all the way across the board. Um, <laughs> but that is the beauty of the game, is that anyone who's played specifically a roleplay heavy Dungeons & Dragons game will tell you, it doesn't matter what the party is made up of. You could have six tiefling bards, uh, and you could have the best story, as long as everyone is acting their role uh, and playing it together and being smart about what you can and can't do. So if you're building your Avengers D&D party, who are your six picks to put on your team? And I, I use six. We talked about why I use six. Six is my magic number because you can't use seven. Seven is way too much. Uh, you can always go lower than six, but for me, six is the number. And I think with this list of people, you need six. Yeah. <laughs> you know, to make um, it the epic party. Well, I think you got to pull in Thor, Iron Man, Hulk. Uh, I'm trying to debate whether we bring in Widow or not. Um, she's one of she's our most effective rogue, yeah. so I would say yes. Um, uh, in the same vein, uh, you probably want either uh, Scarlet Witch or Doctor Strange. I would want Doctor Strange over Scarlet Witch. So my six went. Hold on, we're still at we're at five. Oh, you're at five, sir. Um, Who's your six? Mm, that's a good question. Maybe Spider Man. Spider Man would to have be a, a good six in that, yeah. Because you know, you know, Rangers are fun and all, but they're still just a a guy with a stick. T'Challa's <laughs> natural druid magic would yeah. be decent. Um, yeah. Also, it only occurs to me now that. Although we don't think of him as a rogue, 
Uh, the mastermind subclass for rogue allows you to just constantly spam help from a distance, making everyone better. And that is a captain America trait. That is a good point. Uh, a captain America mastermind rogue. I think I would have on my party. All right. So my, my final six went Hawkeye widow, shocker, Dr. Strange. I know iron man, Hulk and Wanda. And I, I think Wanda is the game breaker in that because she, between Wanda and Strange on your team, you got no worries because one makes chaos happen and the other sees the end game. So. Wanda is very much a wild magic source. Yeah, <laughs> Wanda. Yeah, I'm not going to get into that right now. Something came up in conversation the other day, but I think we're going to leave it at that. So uh, we have our Avenger D&D squad that we all like. D&D squad. <laughs> uh, but let us know what you think, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Well, that question has been asked and answered, but we still need more questions. So please send any of your nerdy questions to Christian at frugaldutchman.com or join us on Facebook at TFDATC. That's the Frugal Dutchman at the counter. So join us next time for more thoughtful answers to pointless questions, and we'll see you at the counter. counter.